Thanksgiving love you guys. Hey guys, happy December the 3rd. Today we are going to be talking about freedom through slavery. Uh, and we're going to start today by reading out of God's Word. We'll be in Genesis chapter 15. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn to Genesis chapter 15. And I would encourage you as the author of our book, uh, Zach has encouraged as well, uh, do well to read the whole chapter of Genesis 15. But Genesis 15 verse 18 will be our main verse. And so here we are, uh, Genesis 15 verse 18. And on that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram saying, to your descendants, I have given this land from the river of Egypt as far as the great river, the river Euphrates. And then he goes on, he continues talking about uh, that of what he was promising to him. And so now uh, we'll begin our reading. Uh, we're in this book. Uh, we will be until December the 25th. You can get your copy on Deep and Wide Student Ministries page, Facebook page. You can go to Snowbird's page, but you can get your own copy of this book. We're only on day three. So go grab your copy, uh, print it off, follow along with us. But here we are, day three, Freedom Through Slavery. The Promised Son is the title. If you haven't done it yet, you should really read this whole chapter. But if not, let's talk through it and let's show how God is continuing the promise to Abraham. When the chapter starts out, Abraham is bummed because he still doesn't have a child of his own. He tells God that he still doesn't have an heir to inherit the promises that God gave to him. This is where God takes him out and shows him all the stars in the sky and promises him that he is going to give him that many descendants that they would come from his own son. The one-sided promise. It's at this point that God makes the covenant official. To our modern eyes, this might look really weird. I mean, why would God have Abraham cut these animals in half? For us to understand what is happening, we need to have a little knowledge of ancient covenants. It was common in their culture to perform ceremonies like this, where two people would come together and make a promise to each other. Then they would cut open an animal, walk together in between them. And in doing this, they were saying that they were so serious about keeping their end of the bargain that if they didn't keep their word, then they, they, should, cut, they should get cut in half, just like these animals. Crazy, right? You had to be really sure you could keep your promise before you could commit to something like this. What gets really interesting is that Abraham didn't walk through the animals. Only God did. You see, you see, God put Abraham into a deep sleep and went through the covenant ceremony by himself. This means that God has taken full responsibility. And that's the cool part. Full responsibility to keep the covenant for him, on himself. This is awesome because it was going to be up to Abraham to fulfill it. Then he would fail because we know we fail. Man fails. He couldn't even have a kid on his own, but thankfully God will always keep his word. Now here's the curveball. Now we get to the hardest part of the covenant to understand. Let's look a little closer at the words that God says to Abraham when he makes this promise. God says in Genesis 15 verses 13, uh, verses 13 through 14, know for certain that your offspring will be sojourners in a land that is not, listen to this, that is not theirs, and will be servants there, and they will be afflicted for 400 years. 
but I will bring judgment on the nation that they serve, and afterward they shall come out with great possessions. What? Did God just promise Abraham that his descendants will be slaves? Yep, you read it correctly. That is fascinating. What in the world are we to make of this? We need to realize that God is sovereign over all, over all things that happen in the world. And even when it looks like he might be out of control, then what you and I need to realize is that, it, that, when, wait a minute, that he might be out of control or that his people aren't experiencing the good things we think they should be experiencing. God is still keeping his word. And with the people of Israel, part of this promise was to make them great. You and I might have just showered dollar bills on them, but God did it by taking them into slavery and then sending them out with great possessions. You can also see this in Acts chapter 13 and verse 17. So let's reflect on what we talked about. As we prepare to celebrate Christmas, let's pause and think through what we know so far. We know that God has promised that he is going to send a Messiah. We know that a man born of a woman is going to be born to crush the head of the serpent. And we know that he is going to come through Abraham's line and be a blessing to the world. And as we look back on all that God did leading up to Jesus, we can be confident. Notice that word. Confident he is truly in control. There will be plenty of times in this journey leading up to Christ's advent where we are not going to have any clue how God is going to pull this off. And then all of a sudden... He will. Not only this, but as we reflect back on how God has kept his promises, we can even be more confident that he will continue to keep his promises. Guys, that's day three. Day three of just being in God's word and looking forward to the coming Messiah on that Christmas day, the one that comes and saves the world, the one that comes and brings peace to this world. Hope y'all have a great day. Get in the word, man. See ya.